with a lot of people who are trying to make a decision in life. Yes. In some sort of transition, like they're trying to decide, do I, you know, do I leave this relationship? Do I move? Do I get a new job? Yes. All of those are, all of those are the things outside of us. And that's what I did. I left a relationship. I moved. I got a new job. Wow! And none of that fixed my problem because it was all me really to connect with myself. So the changes I was making were just exterior changes. Yeah. And what really helped me was making the interior changes. Celia Louise is the author of Champagne Chakra book and the Champagne Chakra 30 Day Journal series. She helps women experience a life transition, whether it's work, relationship, or family, reconnect to their intuition and inner joy. Celia's mission is to help women understand that mastering your energy is not achieved in isolated practices, that the real magic happens when you understand yourself as a whole energetic system. Hi, Celia. I am super excited and thrilled to be um, reconnecting with you. I know that we met many years ago. It's kind of scary to think, but I'm excited to, to be bringing you and some of the amazing work that you're doing to our listeners. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what it is that you're focused on right now? And also, this is like a two-part big question of how, you know, the journey of how you got here doing what you're doing. Sure. Okay. So my focus lately has been, I've just finished writing a book called The Champagne Chakra, Seven Steps to Elevating Your Energetic Frequency. Uh, and that's all and about your book. If you're all right, there it is. <laughs> and it's all about looking at your energy system through the beautiful and elegant chakra system, which I have just found to be so helpful in my own life as a way to understand all the things that were never taught to me when I was younger. Um, and ha- how we each, you know, I, I did not know when I was young that we are each energy and we are all sharing energy. That was not a lesson I was given and neither were most of the people I know. Yeah. So to actually relearn and rethink about how we are as humans, I really love this elegant system because it makes sense to me and it's been around for thousands of years. uh, And when I was studying it, when I was getting into the energy work, Mm -hmm. I I found that I could match modern science with the ancient wisdom. And that really appealed to me. Oh, I love that. That's a great way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I got here because, I mean, I think when we met, I was probably still doing my overseas work. I used to work in international humanitarian work Okay. and, and I was traveling a lot overseas and I loved my work. But when I came back from one particular posting, I had like a mid-career crash. Okay. I, got, I, I woke up one day and it, it was sort of like a buildup over months where I was just getting sadder and more like just questioning everything and thinking, is this what I want to do? And, and I realized that I had poured so much of myself into my work, but I hadn't poured any, uh, any of that energy into myself. Mm-hmm. And I woke up one day just feeling really overwhelmed and anxious and sad. And literally for the next three months, I barely got out of bed. I couldn't open my door. I had this 
crazy, just anxiety filled three month period that really shocked me into a change in my life. And I wouldn't recommend this for anybody <laughs> to mm -hmm. let them get the, that, let them get that far. But what it did was it, while I was sad for three months at the end of it, I got mad. Actually, I think I was getting madder over those three months. I'm like, there, okay. are, there are things that I just don't understand about operating myself as a human that I really want to know. And there's got to be more to life than just like getting up every morning and going to my job and, you know, doing, 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 there's got to be more to life. And I just, I got super curious. Okay. <laughs> so I actually took a break from work and I went and I studied all things energy. So I studied first, I started off with yoga. I always like to say that's like the gateway into. Yeah. Yeah. For many people. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So I did yoga and Reiki, and then I did a year of Tantra. Um, I studied, and then I studied brain story and heart math. Heart math was really in interesting. So I studied everything from, you know, the physical, the body, the heart, mm -hmm. and the brain, just to understand, because I thought if a person like me, who's pretty happy person, who's pretty motivated, yeah. can all of a sudden have a crash like that. And I know lots of other women that have, that's that, that has happened to since talking about it with other women that mm -hmm. that we we need more information about how to operate ourselves so I when I got mad I'm like I want an operator's manual like my car has one you know so yeah 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 that's basically what this book is <laughs> yeah 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 I love that and why do you think uh, so when you do you feel like it was a buildup of um layers of things or how did you get to that all of the sudden you know feeling that anxiety and feeling um you know kind of the where you are almost like signs of depression or you know really kind of disconnect yeah yeah it, it was a build-up uh you know because we we tend to ignore things mm -hmm. that that have happened to us and think oh it wasn't that bad or you know I can handle it and then we're not actually taught, um, we're not taught how to deal with ourselves energetically and we're not taught how to deal with our emotions. You know, I see it a lot now with, with younger families mm -hmm. that they're dealing with these things with their kids much better than our parents did. Mm -hmm. And most of, most of the world was raised by people who had no clue about any of this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I think that it just accumulates. And then I, I was also raised in a Catholic church where all things, you know, all, all, the, all the power is outside of me. So there's this big white judge in the sky who decides whether I go to heaven or hell at the end of my mm -hmm. life. And there's all these rules. And when you're raised in a, in a religious environment like that, it really does, it takes your power away. Mm -hmm. It teaches you that you don't actually have power which I think is the basis for a lot of the problems that I see in society nowadays is that yeah. we've forgotten how, how connected to source energy, to God, whatever we want to call it, mm -hmm. how connected we are, how that is actually who we are mm -hmm. instead of something and someone outside of us, you know, put it, put into a system that was meant to control us. Yeah. And yeah. That's not, that's not what we need. We, we need to know how to operate ourselves as the spiritual energetic being that we each are. I love that. So essentially the book 
champagne chakra is is that the would you say the manual or the book on how to connect back to yourself it is it is yeah and I take everybody through their through their you know the seven main chakras there are more chakras but I just simply deal in that book with the seven main ones because those are the ones that that everybody really needs to to learn and you know we hold on so much our our lower three chakras is where we hold on to stuff where stuff happens with us our root chakra is all you know about the family and then our our sacral chakra anything around around sexual experiences creativity Mm-hmm. Um, expression of kinds and then and then the solar plexus you know our our personal power and I can see in people when they're really stuck in those chakras and that's where I was stuck mm. and then and then the heart chakra is the next one it's this essential bridge between our between our body chakras and what I call our spiritual chakras yeah and and it's so important to actually open and empower your heart instead of close it which so many of us have done because we've been hurt so it's operating our whole system in a much different way than 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 we've been taught that it makes us so much stronger and so much more connected to who we are and what our heart is really calling for us to do and I think that's so much what I see especially in women but in a lot of men too mm-hmm. their heart is just saying <laughs> you know I had one spiritual teacher who says I can just see your soul screaming let me out of here let me out of here <laughs> yeah is it the disconnect the closing down of the heart yes, yes. yeah we, yeah. yeah we do we close it down I, you know I I do an energetic process that I call you know removing your heart walls And it's amazing how many heart walls we build up over our lifetime and how free we are when we remove those. But, you know, when people just feel into their heart and and start to do, you know, heart coherence practices, connecting their heart brain to their cranial brain, it's Mm -hmm. amazing how much they can get to know and to love themselves. Mm -hmm. And to really connect to the truth of what they're trying to do. I work with a lot of people who who are trying to make a decision in life. Yes. In some sort of transition, like they're trying to decide, do I, you know, do I leave this relationship? Do I move? Do I get a new job? Yes. All of those are, all of those are the things outside of us. And that's what I did. I left a relationship. I moved. I got a new job. Wow. And none of that fixed my problem because it was all me really to connect with myself. So the changes I was making were just exterior changes. Yeah. And what really helped me was making the interior changes. So what would you say are like a couple of start like or a starting practice or two you know whatever you feel compelled to share is like if because that's exactly right the first thinking and what we seem to be inclined to do okay if something's missing right like for you mentioned several changes including a job change like right make you let's say you maybe just like you, you had a successful career, right? In an area that even sounds very full of purpose, right? And and can be, uh, can totally light somebody up, right? Or resonate with somebody and still, you know, you can have a successful career and then at some point of time, you can start feeling that emptiness, right? Like that something is missing 
but you can't quite put your finger on it. And kind of the traditional advice will be, okay, well, let's look for another job, look for a different boss, look for a different opportunity, right? That will fulfill those needs. But you are saying to start inside out. Exactly, exactly. Because that was that was what I did wrong was I tried to fix all the other things first. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but I was still there <laughs> in every new place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like if you move, right? And then six months later, you're still with yourself. Exactly, <laughs> just exactly. in a new location. <coughs> exactly. So, so yeah, really getting to know ourselves. And, and one of the, one of the, trying to think which, which, which I've yeah. got a couple of practices. Let's start maybe with the heart coherence. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so with the heart coherence practice, this is where you bring your heart and your brain, you, you really bringing your whole nervous system into coherence and, and you measure it by something that's called the heart rate variability. And and people think of their heart rate, you know, they want to keep it steady, but the heart rate variability is, is the, is the, you want it to be high, actually, the, the, the space between the heartbeats mm-hmm. should be variable and should be high. And this is, this is one of the, one of the, the, the things that indicates um, excellent health, because people with a low heart rate variability are more susceptible to heart attacks and disease. Okay. And it, it, it's, it's measured also by your vagal tone. So we have this amazing vagus nerve that runs mm-hmm. from our perineum up into our pineal gland up and down. It's like a bi-directional nerve and it's the most important nerve that we have in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> there are lots of important nerves, but this one has, has so much to do with our health. And so, and through that nerve, our heart sends more messages to our brain than our brain sends to our heart. Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting about this is that it was not, you know, until 1991, it was always thought that the brain sent all the messages to the heart. But scientists discovered in 1991 that the brain sends more messages to the heart than the hearts or than the brain sends to the heart. And they didn't even publish this until 1994. So we were all raised thinking that we have this brain that is the most Mm -hmm. important thing. Mm -hmm. But many of us have felt that our heart is telling us messages. But now it's actually scientifically proven that there's these 40,000 neurons. This is the nerdy side of me. Um, (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. these 40,000 neurons that make up the heart brain. Mm -hmm. And it's always feeding you messages. And Mm so you can bring it into coherence. So you can bring your heart and your brain into coherence okay. to help you make decisions and to help you listen. And so for people who, who have trouble, like even thinking about meditating, this is such a great first step okay. to, to getting their nervous system sort of calmed down so that they can actually hear what their heart is saying. Cause for those of us who are, are, you know, the kind of people who love to work and we get out there and we're working hard, working hard. And we're like, I mean, I remember saying, oh, I could never meditate, you know, like Mm. I just, my mind is going all the time, Mm -hmm. but I can meditate very well now. But I also, but I also have lots of thoughts on, on meditation too. And that people are just trained, trained to meditate like a monk and we don't need to do that. But I digress. Let's get back to the heart. Yeah. And so let's do a little heart coherence practice. And and the first thing that you do is you take your hands and you place them over your heart. 
And, and when you place your hands over your heart, you release oxytocin, which is the feel good hormone. And it's, and so you can actually release it for yourself. That's just such a simple first step, just placing your hands on your heart and just letting the oxytocin release. And then the second step is to breathe deeply. Now, most people I know, and I ask, I, I ask people this question all the time is how deeply do you breathe? Mm -hmm. And most people breathe, they only breathe to like the top of their lungs. And it's really important to feel, feel your diaphragm expand and to feel your belly move. And I think about all of the people that were, that raised us as women, the past generations of women. So our grandmothers in their corsets and our mothers in their girdles, you know, squishing, compressing all of that area that needs to move. And I'm so, yeah, grateful that's so true. For, yeah. You know, I'm so grateful for looser clothes and no, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So just, so just being able to feel your diaphragm and to be able to breathe deeply. And so I, I teach people to breathe in, like if they're shallow breathers, breathing into a count of three and exhaling to a count of three is the most that many people can do to start, but it's even better if you can breathe into a count of five and exhale to a count of five. And the exhale is really important because it's on the exhale that your heartbeat slows down. Your heartbeat actually gets faster on an inhale and it slows down on an exhale. So it's really okay. important that your exhale is as long as your inhale. Okay. So, so breathing deeply into a count of, let's see if we can do it to a count of five. So I'll go, so breathe in one, two, three, four, five, and then exhale one, two, three, four, five. And then just keep doing that for a little bit. One, two, three, four, five, and exhale one, two, three, four, Five. Now, as you're breathing and you've got your hands on your heart, I want you to start thinking about something that you really have a lot of gratitude for, or that brings you great joy or great love. You need to feel this feeling of gratitude, joy, appreciation, love. And so there's usually everybody can come up with one thing that will just make them feel it because you need to feel it in your body. You can't just think about it. You actually need to feel this feeling. And that's what sets off the coherence. So you're, you know, you've got your oxytocin being released. So your heart is getting some attention and then you're breathing deeply and you're exhaling longer than you normally would so that your heart rate is slowing down. And then you're bringing up this deep appreciation so you're setting your whole nervous system up for being able to make a decision that is made with your heart and your brain in coherence. Mm -hmm. So anytime you want to make a decision, so you're thinking about, okay, am I going to, you know, am I going to leave this job? Am I going to leave this relationship? Am I going to move, you know, tough decisions. Yeah. And this is where you really need to sit and and just just practice this practice getting into that state of coherence 
And then to start asking yourself, what do I really want? What does my heart want to say? Mm. You know, what, what, what is my heart telling me is the right thing for me to do? Mm. I love that. I love what you started with, like the hands on your heart, because it just, um, yeah, it brings up like these feelings also like tremblings, different things that bubble up in your heart. And it's an easy way. I think um, even like if you're, you know, um, in between calls or you have a moment, you know, when you do feel the mind racing or starting the feelings of anxiety or overwhelm or where you do know, because I think many of us have this experience. We know that our mind is in, on, in overdrive, right? And we have disconnected from our power to kind of come back. And um, thank you for sharing that beautiful exercise because I think it's very accessible and very doable. You don't need any monitors or devices. At first I was like, oh, like you need to some, have some kind of device for this. Um, so it's beautiful. And I actually want to share that you have um, a YouTube channel Celia Louise where you have a couple of meditations and one of them is a heart opening meditation that I actually did before our conversation and I love it I like somehow intuitively I always knew um, that our heart is super powerful so you're saying that the heart actually is more powerful in terms of the messages that it sends than the brain yes it is. Wow. It sends so, more messages to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. It's also 5,000 times more magnetic than mm -hmm. the brain. So the, uh, the magnetic field of the heart is huge. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's why, and I think we as women have known that, especially if, if we've had a child, you know, there's this connection that we get and this, I, I see it a lot a lot in women, but I don't want to discount men because mm -hmm. honestly, the men that I work with nowadays, they're mm -hmm. all, they're all wanting to be at this place too, because their hearts work just the same way. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but it is the most powerful tool that we have is mm -hmm. the heart and it is the most misunderstood and ignored and, 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 and like, okay, okay. I'm just going to ignore that. I'm, I'm going to yeah. bury that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to love anybody anymore. I'm not gonna, you know, I don't want to get hurt. We think that we're going to get hurt, but it's actually such a powerful, powerful chakra. Like it's in, in Sanskrit, it means unstruck. You can't actually, you can't actually ruin your heart. You, <laughs> it might feel like it's hurting. Mm. But it's so powerful and so strong that when you reconnect back to it and when you let it release that oxytocin and when you let it send the messages to the brain and you listen to them, mm -hmm. it strengthens your whole, your whole being, the whole way that you approach life changes. Mm. So how can opening, you know, connecting with your heart and opening because a part of that one of the meditations that you have on youtube is that opening the door to your heart yes so how how can that serve if you are feeling if someone's feeling that they are kind of now gotten to the point where 
they're stuck in their job they, they're successful right from all outwardly terms yes. but it's like there's some kind of emptiness like something's missing inside how can opening your heart help gain so empathy? that's where that's where your soul is speaking from from your heart mm-hmm. and because we've all been raised and because like I say, this, this information about the heart, you know, was not known prior to 1991. So pretty much everybody in the world, you know, unless they've read this stuff, doesn't actually, isn't actually aware of, of the science behind it. They've been fed these myths and it's like, oh yeah, you know, some people say, follow your heart. And then others say, well, bring your brain with you. But mm-hmm. <laughs> or think and grow rich. It's like a lot of thinking. thinking. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Mind is powerful. The mind is powerful, but the heart, it tells you your truth. And I know this from that feeling where I was just like, there's got to be something more to life. Mm -hmm. There has to be something more to life than using my brain or using my body. And that's Mm -hmm. why I really like the chakra system because it really, it's inclusive of the body, the heart and the mind. Mm -hmm. And it connects the whole space spiritual side of us you know we were also uh, you know my schooling was also all all around you know the the process of evolution and then of course the church taught something else but even all of that the science is being shown nowadays that you know we didn't evolve like we were taught you know Uh we're, we're actually and I don't even understand it but we're somehow seated here and and we are spiritual be- beings. We have souls mm-hmm. and our soul is speaking to us all the time. Now our soul wants us to be happy mm-hmm. and, and it might not be the job that's making you unhappy. It might not be the relationship that's making you unhappy. It might simply be that you haven't connected to your heart and your soul So I like to say that none of us really need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. We really simply need to reconnect to that spiritual energy that we all come from because we all are energy. We, our energy interconnects Mm -hmm. with other people and it's part of what is, you know, in religions called God, other people call it the universe. Other people call it source. Mm -hmm. When I reconnected to that, it, the love that I felt mm-hmm. was so powerful and so different than romantic love. Okay. And it made me, it gave me so much hope for our world where I used to like always be fighting against cause after cause after cause, yeah. you yeah. know, I was, like, I was an activist for this and an activist for that. And I realized I have so much more hope for the world, in spite of all the crazy things that are going on, mm. I see, and I see it in the generations that are young, much younger than me, that there is this whole new um, set of people with, with much more information that they're coming to earth with mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming up with solutions for the pollution that drives me crazy. They're coming up, you know, with solutions for all of the things that have happened in the world. Mm-hmm. And getting that connect, connecting back to source energy and realizing that there's much more to life. And then to study that 
and to just get like those are the conversations that I love to have now whereas before it was always like arguing and complaining about you know this issue or that issue and that has changed and so when you change your focus of what it looks like to be a human Mm -hmm. and you open up to a wider more expansive more interesting world that isn't you know based on religion it isn't based on political issues it's based on this energetic connection that we all share Mm -hmm. it actually just makes life so much more exciting and so much more helpful and so much more hopeful that's Um, all because you talk about the technicolor right the technicolor world versus Mm -hmm. the black and white kind of those are that's the contrast kind of what you're also talking about when we can be so plugged into especially now the craziness you know out there and not to deny the experience that they're legitimately yes you know the inflation (laughs) and people being put in very difficult positions you know even in from survival you know from what's going on in the war and everything exactly. that you can get and and different decisions that are being made that really hit close to actually like is my freedom being taken away or what the hell is happening um and so coming back and that but that's like i guess focusing on all of that is that external giving your power away right because you can very easily then go get sucked down in a very very disempowered state of feeling and kind of sad and depressed and lack of ability to impact or you know kind of yeah I guess disconnect more and more with your power versus what you're saying is if you work with your energy centers And in your book, you go through each one. And like you said, there are different associations for each one. Uh, And then it sounds, but it sounds like the heart one is the most powerful one. It is the most powerful one. And, and it is, you know, I like to, I was like, have Um, things like this. So we are each like a prism, you mm -hmm. know, white light and energy, energy comes into us. And when it, when it shines out of us, Mm -hmm. It's all shining out of us depending on how we approach life. And we're never going to have world peace until we're each peaceful within. Mm -hmm. So the lessons of connecting to our heart is the most important lesson that I think each of us is placed on this earth for. And when I used to spend time fighting and getting really angry about the issues, Mm -hmm. all my energy went to that. Mm -hmm. Whereas now all my energy goes to putting better energy into the world, putting more love into the world. And, mm-hmm. and by that, I don't mean romantic love. I mean, this connected divine love mm-hmm. that we each hold in our heart. And the, the, the more of us that can get here, the mm-hmm. more we're going to be able to shift the world together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's, that's really why we're why we're here is to be happy and to help shift this energy that we've all been sort of grown under you know from religion and patriarchy and political things all of the all of the things that have kept us you know believing Mm -hmm. things that aren't true yeah yeah so what you're saying is then that really kind of 
like balancing connecting with and um i don't know optimizing or opening up your energy centers that is what opens up you know connects us more to ourselves and that's where some of the answers start to come from inside out versus you know seeking prematurely making external changes exactly because what happens when we start doing that so when we get up into the spiritual chakras, one of the things that I found really interesting and that never, never occurred to me and never was something that I learned at school, but would have loved to have learned this was thinking about like how the airplane was, was created and how Einstein did all of his work. And all of these ideas are actually in this energy field that we live in. Mm -hmm. So, and, and it's so interesting to read like ancient um, texts where they talk about when the gray bird flies, you mm -hmm. know, will bring Eastern things to the mm -hmm. West. And uh, you know, a few others where, where it's like a premonition of, of, a, of an airplane. And so mm -hmm. when you read about these things, the airplane, the idea for that it has always been there. There are all these ideas. And it's when, you know, Einstein used to drop into a meditative state and, and it's not like monk meditation, you know, we're all, we've mostly been taught that we should meditate like monks. And I say, do not ever meditate like a monk, unless you plan on being a monk. Talk Medi more about that. How should we meditate? <laughs> okay. So thinking about how Einstein worked, you know, he would sit in a, in a chair and, and he would deep, like almost get into like a state of sleep. And he would be asking, he would go into this state where he's asking a question. He wants the answer to something that he wants to know. And this is what I teach people. I have a, I, one of my guidebooks is on meditation. And I teach this in there, asking a question meditation. And you, okay. it's, it's kind of like that moment just when you wake up out of, out of a good sleep or just when you're going into it mm -hmm. is when your whole system is sort of like calm and relaxed and yeah. you actually connect to this source of wisdom that mm -hmm. we live in. So I like to think we, live, we swim in a sea of wisdom and love. Mm -hmm. That's the energy that we swim in. And we can access all of that all the time when we realize that it's there for us right this is the thing i didn't realize it was there for me mm -hmm. until i until i studied all of this and thought oh. and this is why life can be so much better mm -hmm. than than when you're like angry and fighting against things so dropping into a meditative state and asking questions okay and allowing the the in the internal and the wisdom that like it is internal because it's we are all this same energy and it's just getting to the point of understanding it and accepting it and letting mm -hmm. it in and we do that by opening our heart but the meditative practices so like so many people say oh I can't meditate but they love to go and walk in the trees or walk yeah. along the beach or dance okay I was I was taught how to meditate and you know in a very strict um sitting cross leg sitting cross-legged strict don't move you know the meditation teacher will whack you over the head and that is not necessary 
-hmm. (laughs) You can move, you can dance, you can walk. Um, Anything that brings you joy. I, I, when I was a kid, I used to um, lie on the grass and look at the clouds and that's like a meditative state. So sort of think back to when you were a kid. Okay. Was anything like that that you used to do I used to my mom used to drive my grandpa to his law firm in in the city that I grew up in Winnipeg and there was a bridge called the um the Donald Street Bridge which at that time was a metal grate and we had this big old Pontiac Parisian and and she'd drive it over this metal grated bridge Mm -hmm. and the car would kind of go it would like vibrate and I used to hum every time we'd go over it and it just like set me into this beautiful vibrational state in my body that I still do. And I realized there are things that we do when we're a kid that naturally are meditative states. Okay. And so I like to encourage people to think about their meditative states rather than meditation. Okay. You can do that even for just like five minutes. Okay. Or you do these five minute meditative states, the more you're able to tap in to the wisdom that is what I love to use meditation for. Mm. So it's not just sitting silently in, with your legs crossed and breathing for 20, 30 or 40 minutes. It can be even creative expressions like or things like you said, get you in the flow, enjoy where you enjoy yourself, where the time goes by. Maybe it sparks your imagination, even painting. Yes, yes. Even yeah. Painting, yeah, there's so many different ways that that you can you know just it's really reconnecting to yourself Mm -hmm. that's what I like to think of in meditation it's connecting to yourself so how long did it take you to connect right where you found yourself in that disconnected state where things were not working in your job Um, and how long did it take you to connect back to yourself That's a great question. It happened bit by bit because I was like doing all these different things. And that's why I put everything together in this book, because those are like lessons that I got Mm -hmm. over a period of a few different years. Mm -hmm. And and that's and and when I wanted to share it with other people, I'm like, this can be so much quicker than it happened for me, because I was like, I'd get a little bit from this teacher and a little bit from that teacher and a little Mm -hmm. bit from another teacher. Yeah, I felt like it was taking forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we want it now. We want want it now. And it can be now. It can, you know, when you realize that we are an energetic spiritual being and that our thoughts really do create our life. So changing our thoughts and connecting to source energy are are so important Mm -hmm. um but sort of understanding how to do that and why Mm -hmm. and that's you know that is what I talk a lot about in the book is like the why's behind it Mm -hmm. so uh, then it then change can happen quite quickly like I've worked with people who they're just like oh it's it's like a light bulb turns on right it's like oh that's the truth okay and and it makes sense Mm. the change can happen quite quickly okay and and it's one of the reasons why I did the book and the the journals because I think people can actually like read through things and get a new understanding of how life works Mm -hmm. and it can shift everything for Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's, it's like, I always like to say with my journals, go on a date, light a candle, get your favorite pen and fall in love with yourself. Like <laughs> just fall in love with yourself the way that you would sit across the table and fall in love with somebody else, fall in love with yourself first and realize mm -hmm. how powerful, how energetic, how full of love and how full of wisdom you really are. Why the resistance? Like what I feel is that we carry resistance to this. We hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. But then actually doing the, the connection with yourself, you know, we find ourselves how to get busy, how to like maybe watch TV or, you know, um, make food. You have to clean the house. Like we will find like these things to stay busy, to know that we, it would serve us, but avoiding at the same time, these, these connection practices. That's such a good question. Yeah. I think it's conditioning. It's like we were conditioned to be entertained, to love others. Mm. Like we come from a deep line of conditioning, you know, we, we have TVs that, that, we sit in front of, we have books, we have, you know, events. Like our life can be very, very, very full. Pardon me? Instagram. Instagram, exactly. There's so many distractions. Mm -hmm. And in some ways it's, it's easier. Like, oh, I'll just do that. And then you get kind of caught up in it. And then the yeah. day ends and you're like, oh darn, I didn't do my own thing. Right. So that's where you have to, that's why I like, talking about meditation in a different way and it's a pleasurable way it's not you know it's not painful like I, I also teach um my, my secret squeeze right maybe we, do we have enough time to do this yeah squeeze? yeah let's do that yes so like your body is a source of pleasure and there is a whole this whole energetic channel from the perineum to the pineal gland is so important and just by doing, you know, what your doctor would tell you is a Kegel squeeze, but I, it, I say it's much lighter and more sensual, a, a squeeze at the pelvic floor. And this is for men and women. And you do this light, this light sensual squeeze um, at the pelvic floor and, and you breathe in and you breathe and you just move your energy from your perineum and you, you should like very soon after starting this practice, be able to like feel a tingle in your pineal gland because it's literally moving your energy through your breath. You have to be breathing in when you squeeze and then releasing and breathing out. And so that's you another- Imagine, do you visualize also the energy coming up like from yes. the chakra up? Yeah, I visualize it. I know that it's an energy channel. So I'm, so I'm thinking about that sensual squeeze and I'm breathing and I, and I'm breathing it up until I, till I feel it in my pineal gland. And literally that can make, if my mind is going a million miles an hour, that can shut all the thoughts out and then drop it down. And, and you kind of think of it as, as like, if you were having, if you were actually having sex and wanting to move your orgasm up through your body, you're mm -hmm. using your breath, you know, you breath is pretty important in an in orgasm too. So Mm -hmm. you, you think about this sensual squeeze that you're doing and so 
So a simple meditative practice that you can do lying in bed, you know, just lie down doing this. Okay, and so you, can, you don't have to sit or stand. You can be you don't lying. You have to sit or stand. You can lie down, do this secret squeeze, this perineal squeeze, and breathing in to a count of three or five, and then releasing and breathing out, and just keep doing it. And this, just the, the repetition of the squeeze and the release and the squeeze and the release. I mean, you can do this. I've taught this to ladies and they're like, oh, standing in the grocery store lineup has just got a lot more fun. <laughs> and, and honestly, if you just sit here and do it with me, you're going to start feeling pleasure. It's mm -hmm. like you're self-pleasuring yourself without even having to touch yourself because you're just exercising these muscles that we have that we aren't taught to exercise. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. the most important like this whole inner channel is our most important uh, channel of muscles and nerves and, and energy that we have. So just practicing this. I love that. So it's like the first three chakras almost you're imagining is that's what you're yes. contracting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah. a light and just think of it as a light sensual squeeze you know people who've gone to a doctor and learned to do hardcore kegel or mm -hmm. or gone to gone you know i did a workshop with dr joe dispens and he teaches something similar but it's so masculine it's so hard the squeezing so hard and i'm like no it can be very sensual and very pleasurable but it really is just the start of your energy channel and so to make and to think about your body and your life as as a joyful pleasurable happy and it starts with the body because you've got to, our body is here to be happy and to experience pleasure. And yeah. so thinking of that in meditation to start, mm -hmm. you know, and, and then that's why I say journaling, take yourself on a date, you know, light a candle, get a glass of wine, get a nice pen, like treat mm -hmm. yourself the way you treat others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that because in the book, you shared this exercise <laughs> There are also breathing exercises that kind of uh, like including that heart you know um which you started with the you know just putting your hands on the heart and going into the whole heart opening so let's say if you um some of the things that you know the journaling exercises are asking about your beliefs right but what uh in you know understanding and i think it's taught pretty widely, widely that, you know, if you're not getting the results you want, if you feel stuck, let's say in your career, right, uh, or any area of your life, that that's because of some sort of subconscious beliefs, right, and um, something you learned from your conditioning, from your parents, what you observed, right, as a younger self, but what if you, what if, and many times those exercises, I have a hard time with them. What if you can't, you know, yeah, you can think of things, you know, okay. Um, yeah, my mother worked hard. So I must have, you know, learned from her, you know, that there's never enough time that you have to work hard to, you know, make money, that life is hard. But what if you, you know, if you've, you know, maybe, you know, but you're not 100% sure. How do you access those beliefs? And is it even necessary? Or can you, is there a way to install the beliefs that you want to have without reliving or excavating this past? Yeah, so for people who have a hard time journaling it out, <laughs> journaling is, has really helped me. 
but I also do, I, I do a process that, that people who want to get rid of things like trapped emotions or limiting beliefs and don't want to relive it. Cause I do not believe in reliving any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do this process. I call, I call it energetic clearing, but it's a process that's, that was developed by a, by a chiropractor. It's an emotion code process. And I mm-hmm. literally go in with my pendulum mm-hmm. and I ask your subconscious what's in there. And I find the trapped emotions or the limiting beliefs and I remove them. It's like painless surgery. <laughs> Doesn't even take very long. And that's a process that that I do for people. But I also I also say, you know, you can do this for yourself because you can buy the book. I, I mean, I took his whole training mm-hmm. and um, so I'm certified in it. But he also has a book called The Emotion Code mm-hmm. that is really, really helpful for people if they want to do this on themselves, if they don't want to go to somebody else. Mm-hmm. but it's also one of the things that I do do and it you know mm-hmm. I love two, that one or one two or three sessions can change a lot we like, love that so yeah. it's um and does opening you know or balancing your energy centers and including your heart does that also help with you know oh yes those? yes yeah once you get once you get your heart center open Mm-hmm. A lot, once you're reconnected, a lot of those limiting beliefs and thoughts kind of just fall by the wayside. Okay. Because okay. suddenly you realize oh, there is so much more to me than mm-hmm. I realized. And I was wasting all this time and energy on all these stupid thoughts and yeah. <laughs> emotions and beliefs I had. Whereas I am, I am part of the energy field of this universe and it is amazing. Mm. So it's that heart, the heart is really the key. It's like Mm. opening that heart chakra Mm. is the key to change, shifting everything in your life. And what would you say? So I love that you have like a part as a part of it is opening, imagining that your mind is, guarding and everything i guess you know we're sometimes our our minds are so powerful and we're trained to use them right so that's kind of sometimes a natural way we just go to our mind to figure things out and that the mind i guess the scared mind is actually has decided to become the guard of your heart and then seeing that guard and that it is opening the door to your heart and what if it brings up a lot of like trembling or sadness and you know you know disappointments right all these walls or all these layers in experiences right that we've gone through and then that have essentially closed that door um how how long does it like what if every time you do it and it's still like the pain and the tremblings and, and things like that, you know, if you've been disconnected from yourself, right, if they keep, or if you have not followed your in, intuition, right, and done things just based on your mind, right, where that emptiness has built up, or even pain or hard, hurt going against your heart, how, how long have you seen it take for people to really open up 
their heart so that the heart chakra and heart energy center is open and beaming and you're feeling this swimming in this field of goodness. <laughs> it, you know, some people it takes longer than others and it depends on how much importance they've, they've held on for too long on what's happened in the past. And what I love to do is to bring people into the present and move them to the future because we can't change our past. Mm -hmm. We cannot change what happened to us no matter how much we would like to. So we, that's where we have to fall in love with ourselves and to release it. But when, when the emotions go, like I have seen some people, they're just like their whole energetic being just shifts because, because mm -hmm. we have carried around this heaviness and it like, it weighs us down, mm -hmm. but you get rid of these emotions and it's a lightening mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I worked with one woman recently and she, she had been really grieving over something and mm. and she noticed the next day when somebody had asked her a question about this particular thing she was grieving over that she it was the first time she hadn't cried when she was trying to explain it so oh, it can happen quite quickly okay, you know? it, okay. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be and that's that's what I love like I, I often think you know people I've heard taught people talk about going to a therapist for years and years and years. And I'm like, Oh, you're just like rehashing stuff that you can't actually change. Right. Yeah. So it's better to like release it and, and accept how powerful that you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to move forward than yeah. to stay talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. I'm, I'm not a big fan of talk therapy. I will just yeah <laughs> yeah like if it doesn't lead to transformation then you you kind of have to see is it really making you feel more empowered more capable and yes. bringing it gets better change and transformation in your life i really love that book so if anybody who's watching on video it's um showing celia's book champagne chakra and it's a beautiful fuchsia um book that covers all the energy centers but you also have workbooks right so why don't you tell tell us how we can find you where we can find your work and how we can connect with you sure that's great thank you um so i have two websites one is celialouise.com okay so uh, and that actually will lead you to my other website which is the champagne chakra shop so my books are available on my Champagne Chakra shop, but they're also available on Amazon across the world. So you can go to your Amazon, look up Celia Louise or the Champagne Chakra or, you know, the, the, the journals look like this. This is the throat chakra one. Um, there's a heart chakra one where I just go into more detail. Uh, they're 30 day. It's a 30 day guided journal series and I've got 12 of them that people so people can like work 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 with me but through a book not with me yeah <laughs> yeah 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 do the stuff for a whole for a whole year they can journal i ask them a question every single day in the journal and it's just really i want everybody to fall in love with themselves mm. and and to reconnect to the powerful amazing being that they are and so the journals really just help do that. The first seven are, are the chakras. And then I do one on meditation because I have a really, I really love 
meditative moments more than meditation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I really want to encourage people to like access that intelligence, that wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, one on joy and gratitude and forgiveness. Uh, yeah. So it's beautiful work. Beautiful. <coughs> and then you said you also do coaching. Um, and how can people connect with you if they want? Yeah. So if people go to my celialouise.com website on the work with me, um, right there, they can book book in a session and okay uh and i i do i do right now i'm just doing single sessions for people because i find that so many i can i can help people change and shift quite quickly so yeah it's wonderful and i saw i think you have uh, um some lives on your instagram also where you recorded you know working either taking calls or taking other people or working with another lady and you also have oh, a- yes that's right and that's going to happen today because it's monday so i have a friend in austria and we do we do this beautiful thing together on mondays um which is reading from the field of love and so we will read um basically from the person's energy field mm-hmm. answer a question for them and i also i also do that that's not even on my website right now but yes i i can also do that for people as well but yeah it's fun mondays on my instagram and my instagram is love your life with celia okay love your life with celia love your life by celia love your life with celia something like okay. that <laughs> okay i'll put it in the show notes yeah uh, how to connect with you on instagram as well yeah. love and your life youtube channel where there are a couple of meditations that yes. people can like take the 20 minutes. I think it's beautiful. You know, if you need help with, with the guided meditation, especially the opening your heart, uh, I loved it. And I have to ask you, what did you imagine? Because you said when you go through the heart opening meditation, it's this beautiful kind of how you, um, you say that the mind is guarding the door or the gates to your heart because it's or the scared part of the mind what did you imagine your mind looking like oh (laughs) and this like little door and this like (laughs) this funny little being just like (laughs) starting the door and it's like i'm not opening that when i first did that oh man i was like come on open that door (laughs) (laughs) it's actually fun when i when I go into like visualizations for myself now, I have a lot of fun. And I've, I've spent this, this winter when I was writing, lots of angel stuff happened. And I have these cute little cherubic angels that like visit me all the time. That is just hilarious. So it actually gets to be kind of fun because you do see, you know, there is this magical energy in our world that does have, you know, spirits and angels in it. And the more we allow them in, the more fun it is. And, and that helps get rid of that crazy little guard, the gate of my, <laughs> the door of my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting because I, I first I imagined a lion, but then I'm like, well, lion is very courageous and like, doesn't seem like that scared guard. Then I was like, maybe I should be imagining a tin man. But then what came to me was more of a like, I think it's a scared child who closed <sighs> things off to protect themselves yes and that's often when it happens is in childhood you know not always sometimes it's in teenage years sometimes you know yeah yeah, yeah. and it can happen in layers right yeah no we all get we all get hurt at 
different times because we because that's yeah. how we were taught right that yeah people, people can hurt us but really we're so much more powerful than that hmm. and I love that I love I think you're doing beautiful work and the whole um reconnecting with yourself and your own power despite of what you know we were conditioned taught and saw right and still see um you know, being taught, um, this is one of the most powerful and profound life practices. And this is where I think this is a real um, work, or this is the real way to connect with a powerful and fulfilling career that literally, uh, like you say, that is technicolor, and, you know, in full on where you feel alive, because that's what we want, we want to feel fully alive like we are contributing our gifts and talents right in a way that lights us up energizes us and is rewarding for us and the people that we work with right makes an impact and then that's the panacea then that's I think that's what we we really truly desire and that's where you know just having resume tips or interview tips or networking strategy it is kind of like being although they can help once you know connect with your heart and know the direction on the next best step those are good things to apply but it's not I think this is really the foundational work to yes yes and I I love what you said that and I agree with this is that we each really desire to feel more fully alive. Yeah. And I think that is more important than finding your passion. Mm. Because it's to feel more alive. And that can be many different things. It can be many different passions and it can change. Mm -hmm. So we're really wanting that experience of feeling more fully alive. And that's what connecting back to source energy does for me and for anybody that I've worked with. And that's what you were saying, where it's not necessarily always a job yeah. that will give us that. It's more exactly, like exactly. Job. We think it's a job or a relationship or our house, but it's, it's feeling more alive. We, everybody just really wants that. Um, yes. I felt it. Thank you so much. You're doing oh, a beautiful work. Thank you. This was so wonderful to reconnect with you. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, same here. And I'll put again uh, all the addresses of how to find you um, on on the show in the show notes. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Here are my top takeaways from our conversation with Celia. Number one, your heart is so much more powerful and magnetic than your brain. Had you ever thought about it that way? Number two, start connecting with your heart daily by simply putting both of your hands on your heart and closing your eyes and taking a breath in. Your soul is speaking to you through your heart, from your heart. I had never thought about it that way and I thought it was very beautiful. Here's another one. It might not be your job that's making you unhappy or where kind of the lack of fulfillment is coming from. So when you do connect with your heart and soul first, it will help you 
with the next steps and finding that fulfillment you're looking for before just going through the motions of getting and changing to a new job. Really immerse yourself in the magic that you bring yourself and also the magic that's all around you. Can you allow more of it to get in? Can you take more moments throughout the day to notice it? The more you can shift to an empowered state, the more you'll be able to impact and influence the external world. So we don't need to meditate like a monk. I love that, that you can get into meditative states through different practices that are much more fun and supportive to you. And then this one I loved. We swim in the sea of wisdom and love, and you can access it anytime you decide to. So powerful. If you enjoyed this conversation, connect with Celia at her website on www.celialouise.com. So her first name and last name.com. And follow her on Instagram at Love Your Life by Celia. And also connect with me on Instagram at Create Your Best Career. I'd love to hear your feedback. What did you think about our conversation? And maybe you have any follow-up questions for Celia? Then you can direct message me again on Instagram at create your best career. And if this was insightful and you enjoyed this conversation, also share it with somebody you know. And if you tag me or Celia um, and share this post in your Instagram stories, then we will respond as well. I'm sending you much love and thank you so much for your time.